Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the long-awaited return of The Best Got Beat. It's season 2, episode 4. My name is Luke Hapford and I'm joined by someone you'll be hearing the dulcet tones of for the very first time today, I imagine. Uh, someone wearing a full suit and tie. <laughs> like, I turned, like he's turned up to a job interview. Mr. Liam Keane, Warsaw Reporter, new Warsaw Reporter at the Express and Star. <laughs> this probably is a job interview, isn't it? First, oh, first podcast. I, I tell you what, they are going to be judging ears on you today, <laughs> mate. I've never been described as dulcet tones either before, but I'm quite pleased with that. Right, I'm, a, I'm a pleasant guy. I try to be nice <laughs> to my uh, my Warsaw Reporters. You say that. You say that now, just three weeks down the line. Three weeks down the line, when you're uh, when you're criticising me, mate, and then suddenly everything will change. What's with the shirt? The, the, the full suit and tie, mate. You're not on news the, the, anymore. No, the, no, I'm not on news anymore. But this is going to be week in, week out. Well, Dower Clark had a bit of a laugh at me at the press conference on Thursday. So Rightly so. I was wearing a full grey suit that day. I thought it looked quite smart. And well, he said that the same, but with a few uh, expletives in between as well. But oh, you, we love Daryl, though, don't we? <laughs> we, we do. We, we do. We, we love a bit of Daryl. Um, give us some background, Liam. Where, where have you come from? Why are you here? What are you doing? Reporting on Walsall. I've always loved the club. No, I'm a. Uh, I'm from Warwick originally. I don't, do you want my f- life stories that we're after? Oh, or? this is what we're after, mate. We've got an hour to film. Right, here. I'm from Warwick. Twenty-two. Is that important? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I'll tell you what. Seven years younger than me. <laughs> Christ, you're making me feel old. About fifteen years younger than most people at ENS. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'd say fifteen's probably been kind, actually, isn't it? Nathan Judas. Um, how old no, is Nathan no Judas now? <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've always wanted to get into to sport, and I got a good opportunity to. Uh, well, I did a bit of work experience actually. Do you remember me at work experience here? You weren't outstanding, mate. <laughs> well, that's, that's not what Derek was saying. <laughs> uh, I'm joking. No, you were very I'd... good. You were very good work experience. There's a reason you were brought in. To yeah, well, I actually remember back in the day. As they say, back in the day, Tim and, and Nathan on his on their, on their podcast. I even got a mention on there when I was still at uni. Uh, they said, "Oh, you were that good." They were. They, I was that good. They you were either were, that good or that bad. They were. They were. They were taking the mick out of a few of the work experience, and then they said, "Liam, he's a good lad." It, I remember it verbatim, word for word, because it was probably the biggest moment in my uh, my, my young career. Your highlight of your university <laughs> career. <wasn't laughs> I think so. Yeah. It's uh, and yeah. I mean, I had a bit, did a bit of work experience here. Uh, got managed to get a, a job on news. Been there for the last. Oh, what's it been? Year and two or three months, something like that, and so you were wrangling for a move to sport for about a year and two months. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong, I do enjoy going to uh, well murder scenes and crashes, but <laughs> going to see Warsaw at the at the, uh, the banks is probably, uh, probably just, more, just as bad, just <laughs> more on my street. I was going to say, <laughs> no, I'm joking, I am joking. Um, it's great to have you here, Liam. Thank you. Um, how have you found life as Warsaw reporter so far? First week or week or so on the job, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did the the Bradford game, and then officially, sort of start date was on was the Monday afterwards. But obviously, we didn't have anyone to do the game, so I was straight into the deep end. Yeah, uh, and it, well, yeah, it went well. I mean, obviously, performance wise, uh, well, I say performance, result wise, you want it, you want it, you want a result out of the game, but that actually mm. played quite well. I thought yeah. against an under an, an under par Bradford side who. When you look at their team, look at the squad, look at the stadium, the club, they're, they're a championship size club, really. It's a big they? club, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not League Two size. I mean, well, North Warsaw, obviously, but uh, they've got the two lads at the top, Donaldson and Vaughan. And then I was hoping, you know, think they might get a result. Warsaw did, mm. did quite well, but unfortunately not. I mean, yeah, it's gone really well. I mean, I've settled in quickly. I mean, it's, it's helped, obviously. I know all you lads on sport anyway. Yeah. Because uh, every time I walk past, I get a coffee when I was on news, I used to. Oh yeah, we draft you in, mate. <laughs> so a good old chocolate from the machine as you were walking yeah, past. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, was, I got first introduced to Walsh actually. What was it? Last February, I did uh, a bit for you guys on digital. I did yeah. uh, with Massey. I did the the Rochdale two one loss at home. So that we, was. We don't talk about that. I'll be in this, <laughs> in, this in this podcast. No, and, I'm, I'm just joking. And, uh, and yeah, it's all it's all gone well. I mean, the fans have been great. Uh, Twitter interaction. I mean, interviewed a couple of players. Interviewed Daryl Clark about three times now. So mm. yeah, all going well. Good stuff, good stuff. Let's get right to it then, shall we? Let's talk about your first two games mm. as Walsall Report. The first one, you've, we've already touched on a little bit, Walsall Neil Bradford won. Um, your first day in the job, you, you you always want a nice result, don't you? But yeah. it didn't quite come. No, and as I, I, mean, as I said, I mean, Walsall actually played quite well, I thought. it's And this is what Daryl's criticism was after the game. He said they get into the right positions, they just can't. Score. They can't. They're not taking the responsibilities. I think is the words he used because they're mm. they get into the right positions. They're on the edge of the box. They're, they've got a chance to do a one-two or at least have a shot and try and force something. Maybe get a deflection or something like that. And they spray it out wide. 
and they lose the ball and then that position's gone and, and that was what his uh, his criticism was after the game and, mm. and that was pretty much it really and he, and also he, he was really disappointed with how they reacted to going 1-0 down Yeah. and I mean I could see that I mean they just downed tools there was about there was a good with added time probably a good 10, 10 12, 13 minutes left mm. and I think they had one chance in that and it was it was a clear head from Kinsella but he's not the, the biggest of biggest of lads so it just straight the keeper but I mean, apart from that they they just down tools. The people who were running, they stopped running. Mm. The people who were battling, they stopped battling, and, and they gave up. And I think that's. I think they they got. <laughs> I think they got told by Daryl after the game that, that that's not on, and they, they picked it up on Tuesday. Yeah, in no uncertain terms, you wouldn't want Daryl Clark having no, to go. You definitely not. No. But you know what it happens with sides, doesn't it? You know, especially when they're they're not in the best of form. Mm-hmm. As Walsall weren't, you know. Um, Having myself went to the, all the way to Colchester, and I'm sure there was a couple of fans who, who probably listening who did as well. I'm pretty glad I missed that game. I must admit, <laughs> uh, worst game of football I've ever seen in in my entire worst ground. Life. I think you said as well. I mean, is that right? That was, that was Joe harsh. Massey. That was Joe Massey. I didn't say it was the worst ground. I, I, the ground actually was okay for press, you know. Because I mean, for me, I mean, for me and you anyway, um, it's a little bit different when you're a fan. But when you're a journalist, you just want decent Wi-Fi. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you could do some food, which Colchester just completely ignored. Um, well, no, no roast beef like you do at the Albion or, or the Wolves? No, 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 none of that, mate. None no, of that. No, no roast potatoes? Um, where was I? I was at, uh, On Monday, I was, at, I was at the Villa game, mate. Oh, the food. <laughs> Unbelievable. Out of this world. Well, I, I had the pleasure of doing Villa once for you guys on digital as well. And yeah, the food was pretty good. I must have yeah, been. the food, it the was, food it was, was nice. As you go up the leagues, the food tends to get better. Um, but there was, yeah, there was none on offer at Colchester. Um, and you know what it is it's when, when a side's not in form and they go a goal down their heads just drop don't they mm-hmm. and we've seen it with, I mean it happens to teams up and down the country whether you're playing Sunday League whether you're playing Champions League if you're not in great form you can see the goal and you think well here we go again right exactly I mean they also conceded the penalty mm. Vaughan absolutely skied it I mean, it was an awful awful penalty for someone who'd had a good game as well because Clayton Donaldson just to point out Donaldson he, he wasn't in the game at all I think it in my car <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it was absolutely awful. And for a player playing quite well, I mean, obviously he's a veteran of the game, isn't he? He, yeah, he just absolutely skied. It was awful. And you think then, you think this is the chance now for them to pick their pick their heads up, get the tail mm. between. Well, no, not the wrong word actually. Get their tails up, not between their legs, the other mm. way around, and and just attack and go out and go out Bradford. And, they, and I mean, they they just sort of within five minutes anyway the goal went in so and then after that they, it was just it was, it was done there was no way of them getting back into the game and that was what was most disappointing I think because they were creating opportunities before that and they just couldn't they just couldn't finish any of them off it's been an issue all season so far really hasn't yeah. it you know um, would you back yourself on the penalty spot Liam you you a striker no 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 I was more of a Played a lot of left back, uh, and then back in my slimming, slimmer days, I played a bit of left wing as well. Slimmer days, you should see this lad. He's in, he's in peak physical and, shape. Uh, and I mean, yeah, I played a bit of centre half as well. So no, I was never really a goal scorer myself. Um, but the way that the team was scoring at the moment, they'd probably be worth putting me on, and I'm not wanting. Oh yeah, get him in. <laughs> First, he gets a week as Warsaw report, then he wants to be on the bloody pitch. <laughs> right? Sling across it, I might get, might get on the end of it. Who's this guy? Anyway, um, got a bit better, of course. Um, Morecambe, nil, Warsaw one. Uh, a long way to go, but three points makes it all worthwhile. And before I talk about anything, I'm going to talk about the food. I'm going straight oh, into go it. Go on, you, go you, on. You, you mentioned it already, I've got to bring it up. This is what we like to hear. This is what people listen to the podcast for. Morecambe were, they're a nice club, nice people, and they looked after us. That's all I'll say. I mean, they, yeah, I mean, they were coming around with sandwiches and just handed them out and sat outside. We're coming out with teas and coffees. I mean, we'd actually got it physically to our seats, didn't even oh, have to get up. Waiting uh, service. I know, I know. I mean, the problem is if you went inside to buy a coffee, they actually charged you. Oh right, okay. So <laughs> it was a, it was fifty p if you went inside to go get one yourself, but you just sit out there and wait for one to arrive. Fifty p to do the work for him. <laughs> it <laughs> makes no sense. Um, I mean, they had these award-winning pies that were a pound. So I didn't get them for free either. But oh, did, what, I, I what was buy. in these pies? Oh, there was there was a there was a selection of anything anything you want. Oh really? Steak and kidneys for the one I had. There was a chicken and mushroom and cabin something. Were they of award for you? It's all right, yeah. <laughs> for, a, for a quid, though, you can't go wrong, can you? Yeah, I'll tell you what, some of the Premier League prices nowadays. <laughs> you you rock up to the Emirates, I guarantee you're paying them out the best part of the fiver no, for a exactly. pint. No, they, and they, they, they were just nice people, they were a nice club. Um, awful football. <laughs> they, no. they, they were bad. I mean, I don't want to pick on a specific player, but their left-back, like, I won't even mention his name, but their left-back, he was, he was actually decent on the ball, but he was... 
he was Sunday league. I mean, he liked to I liked to kebab and ten pints on the weekend. <laughs> he was he was a big boy, and <laughs> and uh, yeah, not. I mean, they had a forty year old Kevin Ellison running the uh, the engine room in the middle of midfield. Oh right, okay. and uh, he looked he looked every bit of forty as well. Oh dear, <laughs> I've got to be honest. Yeah, not not the best football. Um, I mean, they they just come off a three 0 loss to to Scunthorpe, who who. At before that game, we'd got one point in seven games. Yeah. So I mean that says it all, doesn't it? And uh, the, I think, yeah, Warsaw did. They played well. They came out, and they were. It was a it was a reaction from the the words that Clark had obviously used of them after the Bradford game because you mm. could tell he wasn't happy. And uh, they came out and and they they were tenacity on the front foot straight away. And Sinclair who got the goal. He was he was making forward runs. He was. Every loose ball, every second ball, winning at high up the pitch. He was mm. he was doing the work, and it obviously paid dividends in the first few minutes when they got the goal. And from then onwards, Morecambe never looked like scoring. Yeah. But the problem is, Warsaw didn't particularly look like scoring themselves. I mean, they yeah they they played well. It, it was that it was the same story again. They played well up until they got to the sort of eighteen yard box, mm. and then they just couldn't. I mean, the, the amount of times the fans were shouting shoots and and. It's just it wasn't just wasn't quite happening, mm. but uh, it, they deserved the win definitely. Uh, the lucky thing is if they hadn't if they hadn't got the goal in the first four minutes, it probably would have been a nil nil. Uh, yeah. So it, that, that's the lucky thing about it, and that and that was a massive three points. I think. I think if you look at four points between that game and Saturday, mm. you put that's probably a decent return. I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would certainly say so. And you know, Morecambe not having the best time of it now, but I tell you what. A win's a win. Could it could it be the kickstart that Walsall need? Do you think? I think that's the feeling between certainly myself, a lot of the fans as well. Uh, I mean, speaking to Daryl Clark over the last few days, he's he keeps saying that he's not. They're not getting carried away. It's the message that the players are putting out as well. Speaking to Sinclair mm. after the game as well, the the message that they're all putting out together is that they don't want to. They don't want to get carried away. It's just three points. They need to build on it. They need to build on it, which is which is definitely true. But you'd hope that by putting that second win together. It's mm. a case of they can sort of push on now and and try and rise up the league. And if you look at the league as well, I mean, I, I mentioned this to Clark the other day, and he he wasn't too keen on talking about the league, which I mean, understandably, because I don't think he wants to get ahead of himself. But you look at the league; it's it's tight on points. I mean, Warsaw are two, three wins on the bounce away from being sort of mid-table, mm. and, and then after that, if results go their way, they push on. This, I mean, this is looking very optimistic. They could be then pushed on towards playoffs, but I mean, that's a long way off at the moment. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's. I suppose it's one of them when you've got a lot of change at a club, especially like a club like Walsall, which went down from League One mm. last season. You've got a lot of players in, a lot of players out. Um, it's never you're never going to have the consistency you sometimes do in the in the upper echelons of the Premier League. But you know, you need some time to gel, and you know, you've got a new manager as well. And hopefully, you'll see players like Sinclair, who, as you said, stood out early on, especially, um, you know, doing their thing and 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 kind of gelling together with the rest of the players because you know at the end of the day it's a work in progress isn't it yeah exactly I mean this is, if you look at Darrell Clark's pedigree he tends to start slightly slower at clubs and then after that he once he builds a squad he builds a sort of relationship with the players he puts mm. together his sort of philosophy he, he tends to do quite well so I mean I, I personally think this is a a, a building of a, a building season I'd, I'd be surprised if they got promoted this season I think it would mm. be a case of Stabilise the club. I mean, they brought in what sixteen players, let twenty three go. Yeah. So I mean, the the amount of the overturn there is is ridiculous. It's a lot of changes, a lot of new players in. But then there's also a few players who who know Clark, who've worked with him before at Bristol Rovers and other clubs that live in um, Salisbury City or mm. is it Salisbury Town or City. I can't remember. The, one of one of the two. One of the two. Um, one of them. And uh, and yeah, it's, it's, I think they just need to they just need to build this season, mm. get relationships on the pitch, put that together. Look towards two or three more additions in between, sort of now January and then the summer again. Obviously, not the they have all they have done because they they've sort of done the bulk of that now. And I think the squad needed that. The squad needed a bit of a cull. It needed to get some, rid of some of the some of the players. Some of the uh, dead words probably dead words probably a harsh way of saying it, but just get rid of some of the players that the bit part players, the ones out mm. on loan, the ones that weren't going to get a chance, and and just re, rebuild from the start and hopefully look look upwards rather than down. Yeah, well, that's what you want to be doing, isn't it? Um, that's the scary thing, though, isn't it? It's the it's the abyss of the of the football league, and it's yeah. literally that is the the exit out of the football league, and that yeah. is what that which understandably that's why fans get so worried. But I do think they'll be fine. They'll be, they'll mm. they'll do well. I think. I think I'm in your boat as well. Um, any players who really stood out for you? You know, from these first two games. 
Rory Gaffney over both games, definitely. Yeah, he he's a proper football league striker. Mm. He's, there's no messing around. He's, I think he's 29 now, so he's he's done it at a few clubs. It's good age, that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Especially for a striker, sort of in their prime, isn't it? He, there's no messing around from him. He he backs into defenders. He makes himself a nuisance. He's he's a bit of a nightmare. I mean. I wouldn't want to defend against him. I said I'm a centre, no. played a bit centre half. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to play against him. He's a he's a big lad as well, and he yeah he bar, he's he's something different as well. They haven't mm. got that. They've got Gordon and Lavery, who are quite similar players, sort of more nimble on their feet and uh, and and can come off. They they can play off the ball. That he'll sort of bring down or nod on or, or mm. lay off to them. Adebayo is probably more similar in that sense because he's a much more bigger athletic than the other two. Um, but he again is as I said athletic. He he's more. Can run at strikers, yeah. that kind of way. There's a magic moment in him, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. Adebayo's got something there where you think he could, out of, just out of nowhere, he, could, he can create something. Mm. Whereas Gaffney, he's just going to have that ball into him. He's not going to mess around. He's either going to lay it off or he'll turn and shoot. And he saw he turned and he turned and shot against Morecambe. Mm. A ricochet, keeper made a good save, and then the goal straight away on the follow up from, from Sinclair. And that's what Clark was after. He was after a bit, just taking a bit more responsibility and shooting. And yeah, I mean, Gaffney's impressed me. Um, Sinclair's impressed me not just because he's probably the nicest footballer I've ever met. <laughs> uh, he was—I couldn't believe how nice he was. He was just a normal, down-to-earth bloke. He just—he was just saying how much how much he loves football and looks terrifying though. He does, doesn't he? He looks like something like Game of Thrones. Yeah. When you look at him, and then he speaks to him, and he's like—I'm not sure where he's from actually, but he's got sort of like a Cockney accent. He speaks mm. to him, and he's like—he's just a just a nice bloke, just a really—and and I've, I've been really impressed with him, especially against Morecambe. I thought he was mm. brilliant, and the player who are he actually. Criticised a little bit after Bradford is Zach Jules because mm. they're uh, criticised may not be the right word, but I he's obviously not a left back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a centre half, left side of centre half, left side of a three, something like that. But and and against Bradford defensively he was solid, he was fine. But because mm. they were playing Kinsella out of position just in front of him, yeah, there was no cohesion between the two. He wasn't getting forward. There was no. I mean, whether he was told not to get forward, I don't know because obviously mm. Bradford a dangerous dangerous side. I don't know, but. Against Morecambe, he was he used his athleticism much better, and he was just mm. he was bombing forward. He was whipping it on his left foot and getting crosses in. He and everything that came towards him, he was stopping it. He was like a wall at the back. He was because mm. uh, their winger, um, I think I forget his name now, but he he was a tricky player on that right side for Morecambe, and um, he just completely nullified that threat. So I've been mm. really impressed with him, and I think he's gone with him over uh, Cockrell Mollet at left back. Because Pring's injured, which mm. some people might think is a bit of a, a shock, I suppose, because he's playing that position. He's playing yeah. two or three players that position, but I think if they're going to play a four, I think you, you I think he can play there. He'd be solid there, and then yeah. if, they're, if they're playing a three, play him at the, the left side of the three. But mm. yeah, them, them three for me, I think, have stood out over the last couple of games. Good stuff. Good stuff. Right um, now, the listeners have a chance to get to know. Oh, here, we here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We've got some have questions. You, have you got for questions you? for me that you've done, or have you got fan questions? Because I've, I've, I've got a bit of both. I've got fan questions coming up. That's, that's our next segment. Oh, but we've I'm actually jump, got jumping ahead of myself, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you're very keen. Uh, you know. <laughs> that's not, <laughs> the, first time, that's not the first time I've heard that one. Um, but no, this, these are questions that I've come up with. Oh, try right. and try and give people a bit of an insight into uh, the life of Liam King. This could be a bit dangerous now. Right, there, there's no bad questions here. No, no bad questions. No <laughs> you didn't worry me the way you're looking at me as well. No, don't <laughs> worry. Don't worry. Uh, first one's pretty easy. Favorite food. See, I'm a big foodie, so are, are, are these meant to be like quick fire one one answer one word questions? Because I mean, otherwise, like, you're, you're going to be here all day. Take, <laughs> take them as you want. I mean, I'll sp- I can I can cut the questions short. Don't worry. But the first thing that came into my head was curry. Curry. So I'll go with that. Fan. I'm a big curry fan. Particular one. See, the thing is, I'm not I'm not like a spice. I wouldn't. I would go like a boona probably. So like medium spice is probably the. Oh, right, okay. Where I'd go. Decent. Chicken boona, obviously. There's no none of that lamb rubbish. Oh yeah, forget that. Favorite footballer. This is such a generic answer, but I'm, I've got to go Lionel Messi. Only because, oh, I, okay. only because when it comes to that debate, I always, I always sort of look to him. Mm. Although I mean, when I was a when I was a little, and I'm not a Chelsea fan, but I was a big into La- uh, Frank Lampard. All oh, right, okay. I, I had a, the 2006 England shirt with the, with his name on the back. Oh yeah, yeah. decent, decent. Oh yeah, decent kit that. Um, what football team do you support? I knew you were going to ask me this. <laughs> Everyone wants to know, oh, mate. No, do I have to answer it? You, you have you have to answer it, but you can you can lie. No, okay, I'll just get out of the way. And if if I get tweets about this, then I get tweets about it. Blame me, mate. I knew you were going to ask me this. So <laughs> I've I've been avoiding the question. 
a little bit. I, I'm not. Well, I got asked it I think twice on Twitter when I first announced I got the job. And you just muted those and people. No, I just, I just didn't block. I just didn't reply. I think Joe might have got a tweet as well. Actually, and I just, he didn't reply either. I just didn't reply, and they never res- responded again. And no one else has asked me since. So I'm actually quite disappointed. I'll just get out of the way. I'm a Wolves fan. Oh, boo. So yeah, I know I'm from Warwick and a Wolves fan, but uh, it's just through my family. My dad is from Warwick as well, but I think his uncle was from mm. Wolverhampton, and, and my dad's dad wasn't really a football fan so it came through ah, that right, sort of line yeah. and then that's how it came to me so I've got that out of the way they all know I'm a Villa fan mate don't worry yeah but no, that's alright though you're not covering a specific club oh, that's, that's <laughs> so, true that's and true. the problem is the the, uh, the the Wolves fans have asked a couple of times and now they know but I'll put it out there hopefully no one listens to this and then they won't, oh, <laughs> they mate, won't every, know everyone listens to this <laughs> no, and you know what the key is honesty mate yeah I think so honesty yeah. and I, transparency I've been saying to people in the office I was going to bring it up at some point but I was just waiting for a good opportunity and uh, I didn't really and now I've thrust one and now you, you just you just throw it at me I think it probably is a good chance because I, I didn't want to sail on my first day because I think I would have gained about two followers probably how many followers have you got out of out of curiosity did you build many when you were oh yeah big, I was my phone was buzzing on that was, what was it a Monday night when, when oh, he yeah. announced it, it I was on about a fa- I say about the sad thing is I know exactly what I was on I'll go on I was on a thousand and three one thousand and three and you've jumped up to I'm now on I'll let you reveal it as, oh, you, go okay. to my, as okay. you go to my account oh Christ almighty eighteen hundred and thirty six see right it's not bad that no I, mean. I think I <laughs> I gamed about uh I mean, you know Luke Hatfield. <laughs> what are you on? 1,970. Um, well, I'm not far off you, to be fair. I'm, no, you it's, it's only been a week. I'll tell you what, I'll give you a month and you'll be well past me. Well, I, uh, I gained about 700 in the minute, 24 hours. That's not bad, and then, that. And then the other sort of 130-ish have come over the last week. I think on the game days especially, I get like a handful every game, really. Uh, but I was looking at uh, Joe Massey. He's, he's gone up by about three, 4,000. Oh, yeah. He's, I mean, the... Baggies fans are loving him. Oh yeah, they they will be big fans of him. You might have heard in the background, by the way, there was a little bit of chuckling. <laughs> I knew um, you do this. We've got our, our new digital football intern, Dave Vermin. Uh, I don't know why he's laughing because his follow count. Do you want to read this one out? One hundred and sixty-one. All oh, right, okay, there we and go. And he's he's very uh, uh, interestingly changed his picture from the uh, the very serious looking. Uh, <laughs> so it's a very smiley one, but I've still got my serious one, haven't I? My my ENS one. Yeah, you've got you've you've got your serious one. I've never I've never one. taken that off. I don't know, but I switched mine around. To be fair, it makes you look like a Wolves fan, though. It does, even though it's funny because I've got I've got, got, got Villa. I've, I've got it, Wembley yeah. as a background when uh, when Villa, you know, the, they went up. I can't um, believe you've done this, though. I knew you were going to ask me. What come on, mate. I mean, it was the first thing I was going to ask, wasn't it? Let's be honest. I'm actually kind of glad it's out there. It's a bit of a. It's all right, mate. People now. people will accept it. They'll, they'll, they'll oh. accept it. You'll probably get just a wait. Just wait till they get all reported on Twitter now. Oh yeah, when you get that blue tick. You got the blue tick, haven't you? No, I've not got a blue tick. Do you not? No, I don't know what I don't oh, know what you got to do to get a blue oh, tick. Now, <laughs> I was thinking that Joe Massey had a, a problem. Did he tell you about his blue tick story? No, he didn't. But I did see someone on Twitter say, "Can he have it back?" So I was meaning to ask him, and I haven't asked him yet. Oh, he asked me to get in touch with Twitter to get him his blue tick back. <laughs> well, I've asked Harry on uh, on News Digital to, to get in touch with Twitter about getting mine, but he hasn't he hasn't done it yet. He yeah, hasn't gotten himself either, but yeah, no, I know. I need to. I'll have a word, mate. I'll have a word. I'll get you one. You got, you got the contacts, haven't you? I mean, you haven't got, you haven't got yourself. Considering one. I haven't got my own one, <laughs> my chances are, um, are not great. But we'll try. We'll right, try. We'll do our best. Um, biggest fear: spiders. Spiders. I've got a good story for this as well. Oh, go this on. Was o- this was only. This was only about two weeks ago. Go on. I'm terrified of them, absolutely terrified of them. I've had it a few times where like, I've had the ones land on me and things. And basically, this was, yeah, about two weeks ago, I was lying in bed. I'd. I can see you shaking, wait, visibly shaking. No, I'm shaking. actually thinking where. I think I'd come back from a, one of the games. Was it the Bradford game? No, it can't have been. Anyway, I, don't, I can't remember, but I was coming back late from somewhere. Yeah. Came back in, so it was like midnight. And I was lying in bed. Um, I've had all phrases. In my briefs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Relaxing. Is that, is that the best way to phrase it? <laughs> so basically, the, what I'm trying to say is I was topless. Yeah. And <laughs> Dave's laughing in the background. <laughs> I don't know how to phrase it. Like, yeah, I'm just trying to make set the scene. This is what makes podcast material. Yeah, this is it, mate. This is what. It, and uh, I'm just sat there, and I, my back is basically to the wall. There's like a a bed frame behind me as well. Yeah. And all I just feel something hit my right shoulder, just literally like bounce off. Oh, no. And I instantly knew what it was. I jumped up, and I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I was 
screaming like <laughs> I was jumping up I was going I mean there might have been a few choice words I turned around and I couldn't I couldn't see anything oh that makes it even worse I know so I picked up oh, I've got four pillows picked up Four pillows. I've got to do a bed, didn't I? So. Oh right. Okay. 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 <laughs> Are you slept with four pillows <laughs> under your head? So the first two come up. Yeah. There's nothing there. The top one of the of the second second tier, if I could phrase yeah. it, comes off. Nothing there. The last one, and I'm like, I know something's going to be there, mm. and I'm like, crapping myself. Yeah. I flip it over, and on the on the other side of the pillow. This spider sat there looking at me, and I mean, oh, I, no. honestly, it sat there and it's looking up at me like this, and it's about—I oh, can't. This is hard to do with it when it's just audio. It's about—is it the size of a saucepan? Well, I mean, the way I was reacting, you'd think it was. Was it a tarantula? It, it was—it was probably if you hold your hand out. I mean, I've got quite small hands. Yeah. It was the sort of palm of your hand was like the body and leg, so it was—it was—it was pretty, pretty big, big. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it was massive, like one of those thick-legged, hairy ones. It was horrible. Mm. And he was staring at me for like a couple of seconds, and we made eye contact. And then, <laughs> and then, and then he just ran off down the side of the mattress. So like down the in between the bed frame and the mattress, oh, and ran off no. down there. And well, to cut a long story short, I spent the next. Well, I screamed for my mom to run in. Did you just burn the house down? I said. I actually said the words to my mom. If we can't find it, I'm going to go sleep in a hostel. Was the <laughs> words I used because I was not sleeping in that room. I, I mean, this is another bit of a insight. I, I live with my parents still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> as, no, no. As people can tell, and uh, and I'm not afraid to say that me and my mom spent the next 20 minutes taking everything off the bed, the sheet, the mattress. We flipped everything over, and it was behind the bed frame. We managed to find it, and uh, I had to give my mom a shoe, and she batted it to death. Oh, um, so I actually even made her do the killing as well. I didn't even do oh, it myself. Mate. Didn't even humanely release it. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a embarrassing. You know, that is embarrassing. I am absolutely terrified of them. That's all right. I just can't deal with it. I know what to do at Halloween now, mate. <laughs> I'm gonna come back to my desk and like the Halloween special. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, cats or dogs? Oh, dogs. I've got two. Dog person. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi, because my dad and my sister both work for PepsiCo. Oh right, okay. So toe in the company <laughs> line. KFC or Mackey's? Mackey's, yeah, Mackey's it's got to be. I do like both, but yeah, I always tend to go Mackey's. Away day or home game? Oh, that's a tough one. I don't think you're going to be a, a proper good away day, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. Rock or rap? Uh, I actually like both, but I'll, I'll go with rap because... Oh, right, okay. Yeah. I don't know if, as you can tell in my full suit, I'm a bit of a... Look just like Slim Shady to me, mate. <laughs> Biggest pet peeve? Oh, that's a tough one because I get annoyed at everything. I actually can't. <sighs> this, this is a great concept, just silence yeah, on the silence podcast. Silence on the podcast. You know what really bothers me? You know when you're driving and you let someone, like, you, you do someone a favour, like you let them, you let them buy when there's, like, you know, double park mm. cars or whatever. And they don't flash or anything, at you. Or don't put like they put the hand up. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go indicators, you know, because that that annoys me at roundabouts. Oh. I'm going to go with that because that really winds me up. Yeah, you don't want to ask Joe Massey about his driving habits. We've been through. That. Oh well, I listened to the uh, the one where you got the six points. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty special. For uh, me. I can make it clear. I have a clear driving record. Just for anyone's interested. Full and clean. Full and clean for yeah. now. Um, just wait until I'm late to a game <laughs> yeah yeah when you're speeding down the M6 trying to get to the to the best guy. Um or the Banks' stadium I should say um, favourite superhero mm, uh, Batman Batman yeah well no he's classic isn't he this is a good one Villa or Albion <laughs> um, I'm not really bothered by either of them to be honest alright <laughs> I don't think sitting it's, above this one, no, is it? I, no, because I think you, you'd have to take a bit, a bit more of, on an of objective view when you're a journalist. So I, I don't really, even though I'm a Wolves fan, I don't really hate. The, I've never, I, I, I've never disliked other clubs. I don't really have any hatred, really. It's mm. just uh, we haven't played Albion in what it's been six, seven years now, whatever it's been. Mm. Uh, I mean, I suppose there's a little bit with Villa now, but I don't think it's really that much that big of a rivalry because they're nah. not even in the same area. So. Different cities, mate. Exactly. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not particularly bothered about it either. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'll be very diplomatic. All big clubs, aren't they, in the, in the black country and everything? All big clubs. We'll go. Oh, with, we'll go with that. Would be nice. Okay. Okay. Um, footballing, footballing position we've already covered. Um, Favorite Warsaw player so far? Oh, 
Oh, well, I was going to say Sinclair because of how nice a bloke he is. Um, you can say that if that's what makes it. Well, you know. I mean, personality-wise, yeah, I'll go Sinclair. But I mean, on the pitch, he's he's up there. I do mm. like Gaffney. I've said that already. I think James Clark mm. has been really good. Obviously, he's a skipper. He's been uh, he's been I think instrumental in that in a lot of the clean sheets they've been getting. Mm. Yeah, I'll go with, I'll go with him. Uh, and last one, bacon or sausage. Oh, bacon every day. Yeah, every good week. choice. Good choice. Um, right, hopefully that's given you an insight into Mr. Liam Keane, and you can. That's basically what you need to know about me. Basically, yeah. that's, that's yeah. everything. <laughs> I mean, you dress for your job interview. You've given us a job interview. <laughs> you should have um, seen your work experience here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So if you, you know, there you go. It gives you a little bit of an insight into him. Um, let's go on to actual questions now. Proper questions. Mm. I've got one on my phone as well. How are we how are we working this? Oh well, you've done more work than Joe Massey has. <laughs> See, I'm prepared. Massey never did this. No, I'll, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you do it because you're yeah, you're you're the man. I'm, you know, I'm just on the newbie. Oh okay, you can answer everything then. Um, I mean, one between us, really. Yeah, well we can. Yeah, one pod beyond. Uh, beyond. Joe Massey's goatee <laughs> beard was both deeply unsettling and strangely fascinating. It's the first time I've ever heard his beard described like that. What facial hair are you planning to cultivate during your time as Sadler's correspondent? It's worth noting now. This isn't video. Uh, Liam Keane, I've never seen, I've never even seen him with, why is it, like six o'clock shade? I've never seen you with no. any kind of facial hair, and I don't know whether it's because you're incapable of growing it, or whether you just shave like at midday or something. Uh, like yeah, you've you've hit the nail on the head with the, with the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sat in a room now with two, uh, I think quite nice beards, if you don't mind me saying. Grizzled. Yeah, well, I think you, um, you both do a good job. Mine's not it, yeah. shaped very well. I haven't shaped mine. I was actually going to say I think Dave's is quite is actually better to be honest. Yeah, I think it is at the moment. <laughs> Judah now and then he comes out with a with a nice uh, a nice yeah. nice beard, doesn't yeah. he? I mean, pretty much everyone. I mean, we got Matt Mayer sat sitting next to me. He comes out with a, with a proper beard. I'm, I'm sat there. Uh, I mean, I don't know. If it's, it's for the people to judge whether I look my age or not. But I don't. Uh, I can't. I can't grow any facial hair. Yeah. I do. I mean, the thing is, my dad has. He's got like a proper goatee. Oh, has he? And this is what this is what I grow. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can want to get. A, you can see it. I can. Yeah, I can yeah. just about see it. I mean, so the I, listeners can't see a thing. <laughs> that's good, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but so to I, describe, Liam's just kind of pointed at like the mustache area. I've just been then, stroking like, it. Yeah, you know, like um, almost like the evil villain kind of stroke. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. No, I, I do actually have to shave that every day, but the problem is I don't wet shave it. Oh it's, right. Okay. It's just it's just an electric. Yeah. I've never wet shaved in my life. Have you never done it? Never, not once. I'll tell you what, you come, it comes out smooth, but it's a lot of effort. Yeah, that's why, that's why I just use my electric one, take I've 30 got, seconds done. I've got a trimmer. <laughs> it's because it, it doesn't come out like, a, like an actual bushy mm. facial hair. It comes out like that stuff you, norm, normal people get when they're 14, but my, yeah. my, I, I get it at 22, that's the problem. Don't worry, you'll get there, mate. No, you'll get there. I won't. I was considering one day thinking, oh, should I, should I do a, a Joe Massey goatee? I'd look weird with a goatee. I think the beard suits you as you are. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't mm. go. Maybe, maybe we've got to organise some sort of bet where, if I lose, I end up having a Jack Massey goatee at some point. We'll do like yeah, like a score prediction. Oh, I'm not doing a single <laughs> score. It would have to be. It would have to be. Uh, basically, I want a high chance of not having to do the goatee. We've been attacked by a moth currently. Oh, I think you've just killed it. No, I haven't. I've just knocked it away. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm not you, like you, you mate. I'm you, not, I'm you're not very quick murderer. to say that you're not going to kill the animal. Whereas I was very happy to admit that my 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 mom killed the spider. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next question. Uh, Chris five four seven one. In your short time reporting on this, what's your favourite thing to have happened around the club, and what's the weirdest thing that's happened around the club that you've seen? I think this is the Chris that is part of my Sandler's social feature that's coming back ah yes the Sandler's social uh, I believe that's the same Chris he doesn't actually have his surname on the on his Twitter but it's, it says Chris S in his handler and I think his surname is something like that so I'm pretty sure it's the same one give us a heads up on that Sandler's social quickly give us a plug go on ah wow uh, we're looking so next I haven't decided the day yet it'll be Wednesday or Thursday's paper uh, it'll be a, just a collection I've got about a, a team of ten uh, all of them are going to go online, and then sort of the f- five or six good are, ones. I say I say good <laughs> ones. I'll mix it up every uh, every week. They'll be the ones going into print as well as online. So yeah, I mean, mm. I, I just put a tweet out and uh, I speak to Joe about it. He said if you can try and get that up and running, and going to be good. And uh, and yeah, just get sort of fans' opinions on issues around the club. I mean, what what players they think are performing well, what formations are working, mm. the problems with scoring, any anything like that. Really, not game specific things, but sort of. Issues yeah. in general and things like that. I mean, if Daryl Clark comes out with a specific comment they don't like or they do like, and they mention that, I mean, things like that. So yeah, I mean, mm. should be quite good. I've got quite a good, uh, quite a good team. I'm pretty sure 
Chris is is one of them. If yeah. I'm if if he's not the, if he's not, then I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure he's one of them. Yeah. Well, uh, if you're not, if you're not, try and get yourself in. Yeah. True. True. Um, what, what was the question again? Um, <laughs> what is the uh, what is uh, the favorite your favorite thing to have happened around the club, and what's the weirdest thing that's to have happened around the club? Um, I say around the club is I'll, I'll I'll change it slightly. It's actually sort of things that happened with me specifically. I think mm. it's probably the best yeah, way of yeah, phrasing yeah, yeah. it. Uh, when that goal went in against Morecambe. Mm. Perhaps, sort of unprofessionally, I did half jump out my seat a little bit and yeah, go, you "Yes, got, you go, you go." And uh, I mean, I was sat next to the two press guys for Warsaw, and they they did it a lot louder than I did. But I, 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 whether I get out of the habit of that, I don't know if it's a good thing or not. But it was luckily the Morecambe, uh, the Morecambe chaps there were, were nice, so they they didn't mind. But it, it's sort of press box et- etiquette; you're not really meant to do it. Are you? It goes out the window sometimes, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I was speaking to Tom, one of the press guys, and he was like, "Oh, yeah, the." One of the games before there was a ninety-fourth minute win or something, and Joe was Joe jumped up, and I was thinking, yeah, well, this is the fourth minute, and I've, <laughs> and I've jumped up. That's the problem. That's the difference. God forbid, um, what happens if they do score in the ninety-fourth minute? Yeah, I'll, I'll be on the pitch. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> You'll be there with Stuart Sinclair. You the, will. Uh, <laughs> the uh, that's probably my favourite part, only because obviously I've, in, in a short time, it's there's not been loads, but it's um, mm. yeah, I, I that that just that feeling of that goal going in, and I'm just I was relieved more than anything because I just obviously want the team to do well. So mm. that was probably the favourite bit. The, Strangest thing would probably be the presser yesterday. So that'd be third. When's this going out, by the way? Today goes out. Oh, today. it's going out today. Yeah, well, yeah, yesterday then today. Thursday. Um, I walk in with the. Actually, I call the press guy, the other guy Paul, because I wasn't sure which door to go in. <laughs> good the, lad, Paul is. Good the, lad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the uh, at the, the the training ground, and um, he comes out and gets me, and I walk in, and I'm suddenly in the canteen mm. with all of the players who are all eating. A couple of them looking at me, and I'm stood there in my in my suit with my bag. And I don't really know what to do. And I <laughs> they're there like this. This this guy gave me a free in the power ratings. <laughs> well, that's, really, that's the thing. I mean, I put them online, so I, I mean, the lowest I gave was a five. And actually, I wrote nice things as well. I thought so. I was yeah, hoping yeah. that none of them would be annoyed. But um, that was probably the strangest thing because I was just stood there with the whole squad, sort of, mm. and I, I, looking a little bit out of place. That, that was the weirdest part. Yeah, decent. Many more to come. I'll get used to it. Yeah, Richard Jackson. Do you think now? Daryl Clark has finally got another win and it coincided with us making no changes from the previous game which I think was the first time this season he'll stick with the same 11 or do you reckon he'll continue to keep changing the lineup and formations yeah it is the first time in, that he's done it back to back surprisingly as well but I think he's been forced into it because of injuries with Pring mm. and Adebayo out I think especially especially with Pring because with, with Adebayo obviously you can place him with another striker but with yeah. Pring they haven't apart from Cockrell Model, they haven't really got another out and out mm. left wing back really so and I don't think Jules in a, in a five at left wing back would work. I, I like him as a in a four or mm. in centre half. So I think um, I think he will stay with the same formation because uh, we don't tend to get many updates with injuries. Uh, I don't think Daryl Clark's too keen on, on sort mm. of giving it out. So he likes to keep his cards close. Yeah, to Yeah, I think I can understand where it comes from because I think he he doesn't want other managers to see that basically, mm. which, which I can understand. Um, so. As far as I'm aware, I don't think Adebayo or Pring are coming back in. I've mm. seen they both put on Instagram in the last couple of days saying they're back soon. So I I don't think they're back uh, for Saturday. So I think it'll be the same formation and I think it'll be the same team. But another sort of hint that Daryl gave in the, the presser yesterday was he said it's three games in a week. It'll be interesting to see how the lads' legs are in the next couple of days. So mm. I think he's hinting there there's a possibility he could mix it up. But I think if he does mix it up, it'll be the same formation with maybe just one or two changes. Maybe Gordon might come in for Lavery or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Scunthorpe play a 4-4-2, or well, they have done recently anyway. So I think he'll stick with that and, and sort of match them up. Yeah, Hurst loves his wingers. Absolutely loves them. Daniel Cave, um, do you think Clark will be given time? Yeah, definitely. I, I I know it's people and fans they get worried when you're so close to the bottom and then they get so excited when you're so close to the top. But yeah. I think Dowell it sort of hit the nail on the head when he says you've got to wait, look at the league, but where you are at the end of the season and mm. sort of judge it from there. So I think he'll definitely be given time. I think I, I said it a bit earlier. I think he'll um, this season aim for sort of mid table. I think. Obviously, if you get higher than that, that's great. But I think I think that's probably realistically mm. where, where they're going to where they're going to look and build and and a bit more to the squad where they need to, and then go into go into the next season looking well. I mean, I have to say, even if they do get relegated, I actually think they would keep Clark mm. and and he'd get them back and he 
work to get them back up again. I don't think they will go down. If that, the, the worst does happen, I think they. Would, I don't think they would sack. I think they've given the whole season. I think mm. they've given next season as well to get him to get him back up. So I think, uh, yeah, he, he, he'll be given time. I think he's the right man in the long in the long run. They, mm. they just need to get a few things clicking. Yeah, uh, Sam Emery, how have you settled into football journalism? Yeah, good. I mean, I had a, I've had a bit of experience here and there. Probably not as much as I'd have liked, um, but luckily, impressed on on news if I can blow my mm. own trumpet. And uh, and yeah, the opportunity came up. So I mean, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. I, I, I do love it. I mean, you, you get paid to write and talk about football for a living. I mean, it's yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a blessing. Isn't it, it is yeah. big time. And because um, I'm helping out a little bit on the, I don't know if people know this, I'm helping out a little bit with the grassroots sport as well. So mm. I'm a big. Uh, Boxing fan. I'm a big uh, MMA fan as well, mm. um, and uh, I do. I'm a big rugby union fan as well, actually. Uh, so anything, obviously, with the World Cup coming up, so I get to help out with those mm. things as well while I'm here, uh, in between the Warsaw stuff. So I think it's sort of a, a perfect start for me. Yeah, you'll be ready to uh, join the age-old debate between football journalists and, reg- and news journalists. Um, I see tweets all the time around election time saying, "Oh, we're brushed off our feet." It's like, Try a match day, mate. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I know, I know how it feels when you're uh, trying to get everything in, especially with the Tuesday game. You've got very much stripped deadline because it's for yeah. the next day's paper. So yeah, but uh, no. put me in a situation: sink or swim, or swim every time, Luke. Oh, you know right. me. Yeah, <laughs> he's not scared of blowing his own trumpet. Is he? Jesus. Can you tell? Yeah, yeah, I can tell, mate. Don't worry. Um, Paul Geis, or I hope I, I hope I've pronounced that right. Um, are you dreading going to Bradford away, or was Joe Massey exaggerating how awful the experience is? Personally, I don't know if you've heard the. the I was Bradford about to say story. I saw this question. I was going to ask you to ex- explain it to me. So I've I heard a little bit about it at the time, and I remember um, I remember seeing tweets when he moved over to, mm. to Albion as well. So, but I do I don't actually know the full story. So, so can, I can think throw it at me. I think the Bradford uh, Bradford away for Joe Massey was arguably his worst day in um, in football <laughs> journalism. Um, if I remember rightly, there is a, there is a podcast I think last season where we actually go in depth into mm. this story. Um, but it's a day he lost his blue tick. Oh no! Okay. Um, so it was an away day. Um, I think he had trouble getting to the ground. Uh, I can't remember exactly, but he put out a tweet saying that like, oh, Bradford were awful or something. Um, and obviously, big club Bradford. Um, so he gets a lot, a lot of replies. Mm. I think Walsall lost that day. I couldn't, I, I genuinely couldn't tell you whether they lost or not. Um, and he tweeted something, and he was getting a barrage of abuse from Bradford fans. <laughs> so he 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 turned his account from regular to private. And when you do that, you lose your blue tick. Oh, did he, did he not realise that you lose it? No, no, he didn't know. I, did, I didn't know that either, to be honest. Um, so he lost his blue tick, and then I think he had some trouble with the post-match presser. I think he either missed like missed out the Warsaw like the Warsaw press conference um, and he couldn't get any quotes or something. You'd have to ask him. I think I think if I if I can find time, I'll try and drag out the old episode. But I can't quite remember where it was. Um, but basically, he had a torrid time. Uh, I think it was freezing rain or something as well. So it was like ice cold. Basically, he just he just hates the place. Well, the sad thing is, at some point, whether it's Bradford or not, that will happen to me. I'm sure at some point, oh, yeah. somewhere yeah. down the line. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, the Bradford fans. I'm not surprised they're giving me so passionate lot. But from what I could tell, when that goal winning at, mm. at the banks, there was flares going off. They were almost on the pitch. It was, yeah. But um, I'm not dreading going. Well, it's the last day of the season, actually. Yeah. Uh, so weather should away. be decent. So it should be all right, hopefully. Uh, and hopefully we we won't be talking about uh, an exit out of the football league at that point. So it should hopefully be a smooth day. Yeah, I could do about that for a second year running. Yeah, so uh, could I. So I say, well, second year running, I could just do one first year on the job. I can yeah. do it. Yeah, uh, Danny Price. If the end of season awards were picked now, who would you choose? Player of the season, young player of the season. I mean, you've only been in the job for a week and a half, mate. But go on. Yeah, well, I'll say I'll say hello to Danny first because he's tweeted me a couple of times. So I mean, I'm already famous among the Warsaw lot. So I'll just <laughs> just say hello to one of my fans already. You've been noticed yet? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. I don't think I'll, I don't think I ever will. Oh, it happens, mate. Does it? Yeah, yeah, it happens. Yeah. I mean, I don't even cover a specific club. I was in Nando's in West Bromwich a couple 
months ago. Someone noticed me. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, weird. Right, that must be bizarre. I know that. Uh, I'm, I don't know if you'll ha- be happy with me saying this, but Joe Edwards got noticed the other day as well. Oh, did he? Yeah, I was. I was chatting to him about it. The uh, some bloke just came over. I think. I think it was before the game yesterday, actually. Mm. And just said, "Oh, what you think? What are you thinking about the game?" And he just like, started chatting to him. I think Joe was really like taken aback. A bit it it does knock you back. You don't yeah, expect it. You yeah, exactly. You don't expect. But I had a couple of fans saying if they see me, they'll come over and say hello and that, which would be nice. So if you do and you're going to be friendly, then <laughs> then come over. If you're not going to be friendly, uh, then uh... <laughs> not be friendly, please don't. Um, but uh, but no, no, I've not been nervous. I don't I don't think I well I don't think it'll happen for a while. I've got to get my foot in the door a bit more first. Mm. But um, no, uh, player this season so far. That's tough. Um, I'd probably go with James Clark. I think he mm. he commands a presence at the back. I think he's a calming presence, especially for some of the younger players like Dan Scar. I know he's not he's not as young as some of the others, but he's younger yeah. than, younger than him. And uh, I think he, he he helps, and I think he's been instrumental in that uh, in that those clean sheets. It's the same with Liam Roberts actually as well. But um, yeah, I'll go I'll go with Clark, young player. Uh, does twenty two count as young? Will you give me that? I'll swing it. Yeah, I'll let you. Because if, if that's the case, I'll give it to Zach Jules because. Mm. Uh, I wasn't sure if 22 would count really but I'll, we'll go over it yeah I think yeah. he um, yeah I've been really impressed with him the last few weeks I think he's uh, he's got all the attributes you need he's, he's tall fast strong he's very very athletic so I think he uh, yeah I think he, he's a good signing mm. Sam Granger law of averages suggests our fortunes will change and goals will start going in but if we do get firing where do you see us realistically finishing Oh, that's how they. That's how they do get firing. Um, it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be mid table. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the. I mean, if you're looking at, uh, if you obviously if you're being optimistic, you want to try and you want to try and push those playoffs. So I think realistically, mm. it's probably gonna be mid table. I think they'll they'll go on a bit of a run at some point. They'll be the, the fortunes will turn. Uh, one of the players will get on the score sheet and start, or on the strikers and start having a bit of a run. And mm. uh, and yeah, I think that that, that that makes sense. I think mid table, build on it for next season and then and then push for promotion next season. Yep. Uh and final one, Sam Emery. Um Joe Massey star Joe Massey star Joe Massey <laughs> said he'd be doing one more podcast. Uh should he be getting a forfeit or something? Should we give him a forfeit? That would be great if we did. I I, I did see this tweet before we came in here and I realised that he he isn't in yet. He must be doing the presser for Albion, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he 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 hasn't turned up yet because I was going to mention it to him and see if we can try and sort of blag anything. Can we can we get a forfeit? Tell you what. Well, the, the tweet you see the tweet. Someone's replied to him saying he already has. He's got to go and see the Albion week in week out. I think oh. is, what the, is what the tweet said. <laughs> I think it's from my, my pal Chris again. I think as well. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. Um, now we'll have to think up something. He did say he was going to do one more. He did say he was going to do one more. Um, you know what? The sad, the sad fact is he just, he just doesn't like the club. Yeah, he doesn't care, he doesn't care <laughs> anymore, does he? He, yeah. he? he gets to jump up and suddenly he doesn't care anymore. <laughs> um, now, you know what? He's, he, he, we said we were going to record our, the first episode of the Albion podcast. And I know this isn't an Albion podcast we're no. talking on now. But he said he was going to do that today and now he's pushed it back to Monday. Oh, was he? I didn't know that. Yeah, we mentioned it to him on Monday and we'll figure something out. We'll get some sort of forfeit going. Yeah. I was going to say, actually, while well, well, I remember, how nice it was that they gave him a shirt at his last game. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, class that. Nice. That was really yeah, nice. I was very impressed with that. Uh, You're already eyeing one up, aren't you? I'm already, <laughs> already eyeing one up. Do you reckon I can get a week in the job if I quit now? They might, get, they might sign a shirt. For yeah, me. just handing you notice. <laughs> Come on, I'll report, Come on, on you. report on you for a week and a half. The, the hashtag Keen effect. They won a 1 0 at Morecambe. Exactly, yeah. You know, you've brought the wins with you. Yeah. Um, right, Liam, how well do you know Warsaw Football Club? I hope quite well now, but there's going to be. Is if, it, if you're going to go back to like. No, no, no. It's a little way, quiz. Way it's back. a little Can't quiz. It's a little quiz which is, is just based on this season. Oh, okay, I might be alright then. It's a, squad, <laughs> it's a squad numbers quiz. Okay, I'm not going to be alright then. Alright, oh, <laughs> okay. He's going to struggle. Alright, I'm going to I'm going to name you eight players. You've got to guess the squad number for each player. There'll be one or two that I'll remember, but there's some. There's definitely some I don't. The first one's very very easy. No, you know, like when you go on who who wants to be a millionaire in the first five questions to win like 500 quid, oh, whatever it is. I watched a compilation of videos of people getting the first question wrong the other day. Did you? And it was hilarious. It's like how many months are there in a year? <laughs> some of them were really bad as well. Anyway, that's a, that's a whole that's a whole other. I mean, you, you're setting yourself up for a fall. I'm just setting up what I do in my spare time. I sit and watch Facebook videos. Okay, who wears kit number one? That I'm sure it's got to be Liam Roberts. It is Liam Roberts. <laughs> oh, okay. Good you've, start. You've, you've you've got past. I'm on a thousand. Yeah, you got a grand. Uh, who wears 
Number seven. Uh, number seven. Oh, that's Stuart Sinclair. It is. It is Stuart <laughs> yes. Sinclair. Oh, he's so happy. Yes. Who wears number eleven? Oh, I don't know that one. Um, oh, maybe. I'd, no, he. I think he's ten. I'm not going to say to the ones I think because it might give away some of the, the, mm. the other questions. But is it Adebayo? It is Adebayo. Get in. He's so happy. He's, <laughs> this is actually genuinely like... making my day. If I can get all of these, I'll be buzzing. Who is number five? James Clark. Yes, he I does. Did, I do know that one. They get a bit tricky now. Right, it's fine. Who wears number ninety-nine? There is no ninety-nine. Samueletto style. <laughs> some, some of. We, I was looking at. Who was I looking at? This. It might have been with uh, with old Davey. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, we're looking at odd kit numbers the other day. No, it wasn't with Dave. It was with his predecessor. Oh, was, it, that's sad. Because Dave's the new Rich Fletcher. Sh- shout out to Rich. Yeah, He's a lot Rich. Good lad. Yeah, shout out to Rich Fletcher. Um, but yeah, there's some odd squad numbers. I well, you see your Wolves Patricio's got 11, hasn't he? But that's for a yeah. nice reason. I mean, that's yeah, the, the yeah, yeah. You can't criticise that. But yeah, yeah, there was some weird ones. I think... Um, Oh, there was a striker wearing number three or four the other the other week I saw. I think G- didn't Ashim Asamoah Gian wear a, sh- a weird Yes, he did. Oh, I can't remember what he was now, but he wore a really bizarre shirt at one point. So it might be like number two. Someone wore like number two, I yeah. think it might have been number two. Anyway, who wears number 17? Oh, no, I'm never going to get that. Um, I'm going to guess it's a player who's playing at the moment, so it's not going to be someone out injured. Um, I'm hoping. Uh, I'm going to go with... Gary Liddell? James Hardy. Oh, I would never have got that. Yeah, he, well, yeah, he's on the bench at the moment, and he? he's not getting mm. into the squads. So I wouldn't have got that. Number two. Is that Cameron Norman? Yes, it is. Oh, smashing it. Um, number 22. Oh, I'm sure I saw 22 the other day. In like, I remember looking at it. It's, is it Wes McDonald? No. Oh, I don't Do you know. want another guess? No, just tell me. I'm not going to get that, I don't think. Luke Little? <laughs> That's I'm I'm getting this off the walls all moving on. <laughs> Number nineteen. Oh, these, some of these are getting hard. Could you ask me some of the easy ones? This um, is the last one. This is the last one. Oh, I was hoping you want to give me some of the ones I know. Uh, nineteen. Let's go with. I think Luke Little might be on loan. By the way, you might be. Um, well, either way, he was given a squad number, and he wears number twenty-two. There we go. I was right. Can you just check what club he's at currently? Um. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if you had a Wikipedia bad. page. <laughs> it's bad, isn't it? He doesn't have a Wikipedia. Um, That's fine, I'll, I'll do some research. Um, I mean, he might, he might be another club. 19, you said. Uh, no, no, which kit number? Yeah, 19. Sorry, yeah. 19. Um, let's go. I mean, he's, he's at the club, mate. Luke Little. 18 year old right back. But maybe, maybe that was harsh. That, yeah, I think that might be harsh on me. I think that, yeah. Yeah, well, um, either way, you were never going to get it. Either way, I didn't so. know it. Uh, I'm going to go with. Rory Holden? Mitch Candlin. Oh, Mitch. Oh, I should have got that. I actually oh, didn't know Mitch. that. Oh, Mitch. I was hoping you might. Go, don't try to show a bit of my knowledge. Go on. Keelan Lavery, number nine. I mean, I, I don't have them written down. So you, <laughs> I can you, confirm you, that. You just, you. you just tell him. Um. Josh Gordon, number 10. Yeah. I mean, I'm coming up, these are the easy numbers, to yeah, be fair. Yeah, these are the numbers of the Dan guys Scar, who number six. Oh, look at this. See, so these, these are the ones I'm hoping you might, you might throw at me. Come on, mate. It's a quiz. Can't Liam, Kinsella, Liam Kinsella, I believe, is number eight. Yeah, I'd have guessed that eight. I'd have guessed yeah, eight. If I got that wrong, that'd be upsetting. Yeah. Um, Good for I can't remember the top of my head now. So Basically, I was hoping you might give me some of the easy ones, but I think I did all right. You did okay. You yeah. did fine. You did fine. You got the first, what, four? First three, I think. No, no you got, got three of the first four. Sinclair. Adebayo, Clark, you got the first four. Oh, didn't I? And you got Cameron Norman. I'm quite pleased with that. Five out of... Five out of eight. Five out of eight, that's pretty good going. It's not yeah, terrible. I'll take that. Oh, talking about tests. I've got to do this blooming health and safety test. Have you Have you done this? Oh, I've, got, I've, got, I've got the email, I just haven't done it yet. <laughs> I've got four weeks to do it. I was watching this, one of these like health and safety for the office test video things. 21 minutes long. Oh, it's grim. Some of the acting in it. It's 21 dreadful. minutes is not too bad because it says on the email it could take between. Yeah, half but you've got to do, got do two of them. Uh, you got to do two of them. You've got to take the test and you got to get 60%. It's five out of eight, not more than 60%. They just do this every year because I mean, when I first started, I got, I got given one. I'm pretty one, sure I did it. I, I definitely did. It. I thought, you know, you know what? I thought I was special. I thought I was the only one sent it because I, I moved on to, on to sport. Oh, the, no, the dangers man. of the sports desk. I thought I had to. Uh, 
I had to answer some questions on it. It's a dangerous place, mate. Dangerous yeah. place. Right, let's finish up with a preview for Scunthorpe, shall yeah. we? Let's. Um, the game, of course, tomorrow, 20th place, 23rd. Two new bosses who you'd probably expect to see higher up the table, to be honest. Mm. Definitely, yeah. I mean, Paul Urse has, has come in, hasn't he? And he didn't do a great job with Ipswich. Uh, but I think that's it was a tough job to take anyway. Cause it's they, a big step up from, yeah, from tough job Shrewsbury to Town to, to Ipswich. Yeah. Um, I keep using Clark as an example, but I, I agree with him again on what, what he said here. He's, he said to me he doesn't see them being anywhere near the bottom of the table come the end of the, end of the season. Mm. I, I agree with him there. They're, they're, they're too good to get relegated. Well, I say too good. I mean, you see teams get that you think are too good to get relegated but I think they they should really stay up I think in the mm. sort of size of the size of the club historically some of the players they've got I think they'll, they'll be fine and they've hit a bit of a purple patch a little bit a little mm. bit they have played two draw, teams drawing a win was it yeah so they last uh, last Saturday they beat Morecambe 3-0 at their place um, and then actually they had two home games in a row actually they drew two all with Oldham mm. Oldham was struggling as well but they came back from 2-0 down in that game mm. uh, within like 15 minutes they equalised I think it was less than 15 minutes so they, and they've got a couple of players as well who, uh, who, were looking, who were looking to hit a bit of form they've got uh, Matty Lund who plays central midfield he scored two in the last two mm. and I think he scored I think three or four over the season um, that's all competitions they've got uh, I'm going to butcher his name now I think it's Van Veek or something like that. I'm trying, mm. to remember, trying to remember exactly the, how to say it, but he he scored I think three or four this season as well. So they've got players who can who can get the goals. They're not they're not struggling necessarily on that front. Mm. Um, so yeah, it should be. I think if Warsaw can try and stay compact and try and get a result, but they've obviously as I said before that before those four points, they got one point in seven games in the league before that. They got yeah. they got a draw. I think it was mid mid August. They got a draw. Um, and then and they've lost every other game apart from that. And then yeah. they, they they came to Morecambe, got the win, and then obviously managed to get a point afterwards. So they'll be looking on to have a bit of a resurgence now. You'd, you'd think they'll be looking mm. to to try and go on a bit of a run, so they can try and stop that. Warsaw try and stop that. Try and stop the rot a little bit on that sense, and they should be all right. But I don't know if you have you seen the head to head at Warsaw in the last eight games. No, film me, mate. Oh, this is this is not some good reading. Uh, do you know Michael Beardmore? Yes, yes, yes. I do. He's a good champion. Good friend of the podcast. Yes, he's appeared on this podcast before. I've seen, I, I, I pretend I know that. Um, <laughs> he's uh, yeah, he's a good bloke, Michael. He uh, I mentioned him before the Morecambe game, and he was uh, we just just chatting about very briefly about how we think we'll get on the next two games, and mm. he uh, he sent me the list of the last eight fixtures, Warsaw versus Scunthorpe at at the Banks's the home games and Warsaw, I, had a, I had a Google of it uh, yesterday as well they have won one okay uh, I think they've drawn two Oof. so the, the one they won was a 1-0 about a couple of years ago they, the least convincing victory I know, you can get. I know. they drew two all and they drew 0-0 mm-hmm. and the others they all lost and on three occasions they lost 4-1 oh dear another occasion they lost 3-1 I think there's a couple of two ones. So they're dual win. That's what you're telling me. So I'm, what I'm saying is, it's not looking very good. But I think Warsaw probably, if they can sort of go against the the grain of history, they can maybe try and pick up. It's going to be tough, and they, they're going to be they're going to be well organised. They're going to they're going to they're going to have their tails up. They're going to they've got a decent manager who's going to want to prove himself a little bit after the Ipswich debacle. If that's, if that's the way you can phrase it. So mm. it's going to be a tough game. Two teams who are probably quite evenly matched, I'd say as well. So. Uh, keep an eye out for for Matty Lund I think because I've I think I've from what I can tell highlighting him as quite a, a dangerous player for them and I think if mm. Guthrie and Sinclair can look after him if they do match the four four two which I'm expecting they will uh, then I think yeah if them two can have a good game in the middle they can try and sort of nullify that threat but go on give me a match prediction then I've gone with a score draw score draw yeah the reason the reason for that is because I sort of ha- had my heart set a little bit on four points before the Morecambe game mm. because I I didn't want to be overly positive and think right we're going to they're definitely going to get six points from this but I think if they can get four but obviously they get six points that's brilliant but if they can get four I think that's a good springboard to go mm. from there and I think they want they want decent form last two games Scunthorpe so yeah I think that's uh, probably a reasonable prediction and hopefully hopefully they'll win actually what am I saying give me a two one give me a two one home win two one Rory Gaffney brace I'll take that. Either side, either I'd, side I'd take the... I'd take two own goals to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> two own goals, yeah. Oh no, we're just going for 
Gaffney, like like Messi style, he'll run from his box and take it past five, six, seven players and score. Mm. I mean, if that happens, I'll do a forfeit on the next podcast. As I'll well. tell you what, if that happens, I will get the going. <laughs> if, if 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 Gaffney goes and beats five players from his own half and scores a goal in one fluid movement, right? I'll do it. You'll see it. You'll do, what did you say you'll do again? The goatee, the Joe Oh, the goatee, I missed that. Sorry, I was sort of nodded along with what you said and actually didn't actually hear what you said. <laughs> okay, that's fine then. That's, that's, that's a done deal and I'll do... Well, you, you'll, try and, you'll try and grow a goatee. <laughs> I'll try. No, that's no... In all seriousness, no disrespect to Gaffney because I, I do think he's a, a playing, playing really well. He's just not that sort of player, is he? I think he's more of a hold-up and he plays off... Uh, he links up the... The players around him that can run off him, but uh, but yeah, I just hope for a win. But I think score draw is probably probably reasonable. Yeah, right. That just about does our first episode, mate. Well, How did you find the it? One of many. Yeah, good. Uh, hopefully the uh, the fans aren't bored of my voice come come May. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, and you don't have to wear your shooting tie next time, mate. It's not a job. I'm, I'm, I'm going to wear this every day without fail. Oh right, okay. Well. I, feel, I look good. You look, you, <laughs> you're good, but you make me nervous. That's how that's how well dressed you are. Um, right, yeah, that just about does it from us. Um, until next time, thank you from myself and thank you from our new Warsaw correspondent, Ian King. Of the Saddlers. <laughs> <laughs>